Chicago hip-hop artist and Pivot Gang Collective member MFM Mello recently released his debut project Melodramatics. The album sees Mello shattering misconceptions of life on the west side of Chicago while providing a laid-back and uplifting vibe that celebrates individuality. MFM Mello stopped by Vocalo Studios, made some time for the amp, had this conversation. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, Chicago-based hip-hop artist, member of Pivot Gang, Mr. MFN Mello. Sir, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. How about yourself? It feels weird saying MFN Mello. It feels like I'm doing a radio edit, but that's what you generally go by these days. Yeah, that's what I go by. Unless unless you're comfortable enough and you feel like, you know what I'm saying, getting a little X-rated with me. And if we are comfortable <laughs> enough to get X-rated, what will we say? You would call me Mello. <laughs> <laughs> why did you decide to call yourself that, and why did you decide to then change it to the abbreviation? Um, well, one of my friends, uh, he was letting me know that I wasn't so mellow as I thought I was. He was letting me know that I could be a little, you know what I'm saying? If if I get agitated enough, if I'm in the right mood, I could be a nigga. He just wanted to let me know that I wasn't so cool as I thought I was. So I just had to run with it, man. It was right. It fit me. It fit the music, you know what I'm saying? I kind of got like an aggressive, mellow tone to it. Um, and, and also my personality. So it just made sense. So I ran with it. Tell me about growing up on the west side of the city. Of course, if you're listening elsewhere, I'm talking about Chicago. Yes, sir. How did that shape you as a person? And what did it make you want to convey in your music? Um, well, growing up on the west side, like you, you see a lot, you know. Um, but uh, thankful my mother, she kept me close. So it, uh, it let me know that I didn't have to like, be everything I was seeing. So like I'm I'm hip to everything. I know everything, but that's that doesn't necessarily have to be my life. You know what I'm saying? So thankfully I had a lot of uh, people around me that kept me on that path. Um but yeah, the West Side man is uh, is great, man. It's uh, I forgot about part of the city, you know. So it's um it's cool when uh, when I get to rap about it and I get to show people that side because they don't really know that side, you know. So you never had to gut up off the porch. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, I kept I kept it clean. I kept it clean. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> what would you say shaped you musically? Was it stuff that you yourself were listening to or was it the city itself? Uh, it was a lot of stuff around me. It was uh the stuff I was listening to, the stuff my parents were listening to. It was just a, a multitude of things, you know what I'm saying? I try to take from from different areas of my life and different um aspects of my um, of my surroundings and stuff like that and just um bring it all together and make it one cohesive if i were to dig sound. through your parents record collection what might i hear uh you might hear some prince my mom's like a big prince fan uh michael jackson my daddy like a lot of like uh blues and stuff like that he used to listen to a lot of kim but yeah just everywhere literally uh my favorite rappers growing up was like nelly and juvenile <laughs> you know what i'm saying i got into like the the 90s hip-hop like later in life like for the earlier years of my life i was into that so um, I'm just like everywhere, and I like taking yeah. different aspects of it, uh, um, different different genres even. Um, when I got a little older, Joe started putting me on to like B York and stuff like that. So it was like I kind of like literally try to take from everywhere. And how did that work out, by the way, on the west side of Chicago listening to B York? <laughs> it's beautiful, actually. You know what I'm saying? When you listen to that kind of music and like with the pictures that the west side will give you, it's real crazy, actually. So it's, uh, it's crazy, it's like sitting on a bus listening to something like that, like she's making all these noises with her mouth, and then you seeing her, it's, it reminds you of the West Side, because she's so like, just using whatever it is that she has around her to make do, and it turns out beautiful. So it, it makes sense, actually. Give me love, because I'm going to stay with more. I don't hate no favor war, but motherfucker, no baby boy. Guidelines to this way we on. Feel as if I'm current, I can feel a burn. Know it's working out, though I'm out of shape. Keep my circle round, know that death is fate. 
life is hella scarier. R.I.P. my Uncle Chuck. I'm mad we couldn't even bury ya as I proceed to buckle up. Know that my drive is on You are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is MFM Mellow or for the Mellow. <laughs> so the debut mixtape drops last year, Mellow Dramatics. Yes, indeed. When it came time to present this as your introduction to the world, and to those outside of your circle, what did you want this mixtape to present? What did you want it to say about MFM Mellow? It was just uh, my thoughts and uh, my opinions over the the, the span of time in which I was working on it, which was the start of my my rap endeavors from like 2008, 2009 to like everything that happened like to the day I released it almost, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like everything, all the growth that I've been through, all the transformations that I've been through in life, all the the good experiences, all the bad experiences. I just wanted to give them an idea of where I've been these years while I was working on this and like people were waiting on it and stuff like that. So it changed a lot and so did I. And I just wanted to kind of depict that a little bit. I wanted to, um, like, a lot of my raps are like me talking to myself, basically. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember getting a lot of feedback. People were telling me that they were inspired and they were motivated and stuff like that. And that's literally what I was trying to do to myself when I was making these songs. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to keep myself like upbeat, letting myself know that this this wasn't the end point for me. This is just the starting. You know? Giving yourself your own pep talk. Yeah. Why did you know? need your own pep talk? What was going on in your life? Right I feel now? like everybody needs their own pep talk in life, man. Life can get you down sometime. Um, whether it's the smallest things or like big things like, you know what I'm saying, like losing someone close to you or like just, just dealing with the struggles of life not going your way and how you see, like how you, everybody thinks their life should be going a certain way and when it doesn't, they think that something they're doing is wrong and like this isn't going to work for them. And you just got to remind yourself that this isn't the end all be all. This is just momentarily, this is the place you're in. This isn't your life, you know what I'm saying? Like you can change this, you know what I'm saying? You got to just make the changes day by day and not worry about like looking too far down the road. When you think about instances in life where you lose someone close to you, and I know yeah. you all share a story in losing someone that was really close to all of y'all and John Walt. Yeah. How does that make you think about not just your own life, but what it is you want to do in life? It just makes you mindful of the time that you have. Um, I was literally just talking about this this morning. It's like, uh, like you know you have the time to do stuff, but like you don't know how much of it. You know, so you don't want to get complacent in the idea of, man, I got time. I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Putting stuff off, procrastinating, and not doing what you should be, thinking that, oh, I can just get to this tomorrow. You may not have tomorrow. And even if you do have tomorrow, like, why would you want to waste the whole day? You know, so uh, it's more so just about, like, just putting everything in perspective and knowing that uh, you got to get to it while you have the time. And you got to enjoy life and the people around you while you have them. Let's pretend that our audience hasn't heard Melodramatics. Okay. And you and the listener are riding in an elevator sure. and you got like 15 seconds, however long before you get to the next floor. What track are you pointing them to on this album so that they can get an idea of what type of lyricist you are and what type of artist you are? Uh, I'll probably play uh, Praise or What You Feel. Praise to the day that I'm worth a couple million. Pinky ring worth about 50 bling bling. Telephone line stay I feel like those songs are, they're two of my favorites, and they just, uh, I'm rapping on them, but as well as like, it's not like over your head, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can understand what I'm saying, like, you can relate to these words, you know, um, 
you can comprehend like the music, you know what I'm saying? Like the musicology of it, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I like I like to incorporate a lot of instruments, but I also like to keep it simple, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like those songs give the best depiction of that. I like that. Tell me about it's funny how it lines up when you look at the track listing. The track is comes out as Society, but it's Melosiety. Yeah. Tell me about that song. Society, that song um that song really came from uh that a uh, Richard Pryor excerpt, like that's who was talking in the middle of it, and he was just talking about uh, just being yourself, and I think that's one of the things I was really dealing with early on was trying to be myself and not be what somebody else like thought I should be or like what the world would try to make you out to be. You know what I'm saying? Just finding your individuality of it and just realizing that uh, you are you. You don't have to be like what they want you to be. You know what I'm saying? Even if somebody doesn't like it, it doesn't mean that what you are isn't wrong, isn't right. You not understand because the trichinosis of your mind will not relinquish the thought of individuality. You know what I mean? So therefore, you must assimilate within a functional society. Not the society, but the us society, because without the S, there's no us involved. We must manipulate ourselves to transitionalize far in order to cast a wounds that a black child requires. Sometimes I be lost, can't be found, running through them trees, scary movies. You are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is MFM Mello. Right. That, that's an interesting point. I can't think of, and maybe it's because I'm biased because I live here, but I can't think of any other city, any other state in the United States where there's already a preconceived notion about the folks who live there like yeah. the city of Chicago yeah. so I'm wondering especially as an artist coming out of a city that has a lot of attention on it if you feel that like you gotta be a certain way sound a certain way factually not even outside the city but inside the city you know what I'm saying a lot of people expect you to be a certain way because you know what I'm saying like you from Chicago you know what I'm saying you from here you supposed to like, I, that doesn't have to be me you know what I'm saying? I grew up around that. I know all of that, but that doesn't... I kind of even did that when I was like, exactly. how was it listening to Bjork on the West Side? Yeah, you like that doesn't have to... You can be whoever you want to be, and you should be yourself. You don't have to. You don't have to fit in. Um, you don't. You don't have to 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 do what everybody else is doing to feel comfortable with yourself. You shouldn't rather. And a lot of people just do things because they feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's easier to do like this because everybody else is doing this. But like when really you just want to be yourself. I realized when I was uh, towards the end of this project that a lot of the thoughts and beliefs I had early on in the project, I didn't believe that anymore just because I've grown so much. So even now when I perform some of these songs, I'll like change a lyric or two because I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that anymore. But that was a time in which that was a part of me. So I wanted to keep that on the record when I actually put it out. But when it comes down to me performing it live, I, I tweak it a Switch little bit. Switch it. All right. Yeah. You have a track on here called Vindication. Yeah. What about you or your ideologies do you feel has been vindicated? Just, uh, it gets back to the namesake. Uh, just me being so mellow. And I just feel like uh, I played in that too much early on. Like I I was okay with being super mellow. Slay back. And exactly. I was too chill, so to speak. So it's like I feel like with me getting out here and me uh, just, just, just doing what I believe in and, and just just doing what I feel is right opposed to me trying to fit a mold. Like, I think that's what it, what is what it always comes back to, just me finding myself. For so long, I was trying to be things that people taught me were okay to be, opposed to me being like, all right, I like this, I can do this, or I don't like this, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't like this anymore, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just about growing and being able to let go of certain things. I used to trap gas like a Dutch oven, not a Dutch clutch, this to the head till come cuss. Screaming free to guys.